0: Hello, I'm Asha Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop.
1: On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting to my 12-year-old daughter, Asha Freeman, about learning how to cook, prepare, and shop for food. She'll inspire you to get yourself and your kids into the kitchen. Welcome back to the Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. My name is Kate Freeman, and I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic And that was Asha, my daughter, you heard in the intro today. And fun fact is that Asha is a better speller than me. Because she's homeschooled. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Because you're homeschooled. (laughs) They have this little joke about me being homeschooled that they like to just spurt around the home. Apparently it makes me inferior to the rest of them. Inferior? Yeah. You think that you're better than me? I don't think that. I just think it's funny. <laughs> so I have the pleasure of having Asha on the show with me today. Welcome to the Daily Dollop.
0: Thanks mum.
1: I'm excited to have you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm
0: 12 years old and I'm in year 7 at Marici. Um, I have a younger brother Carter who you heard on the show I think a week ago mm-hmm. um, and we just got a puppy. We did. And Favourite part about cooking is probably baking. But, I mean, I enjoy cooking in general if I can do it well enough, I guess.
1: Yeah, I love it. You do have a little bit of a perfectionist streak in you. What annoys you the most when you don't get things right? Like, why does that bother you?
0: Sometimes, like, you know how in some, like, baking recipes you have to put things in a certain order in mm. a bowl? Mm-hmm. And, then, like, and if you don't do that, it goes all wrong. Mm. Sometimes... I do it in the wrong order by accident and then I get really annoyed at myself. Or like if I just like get a tiny bit of egg in the bowl or. Yeah. I just don't do it right and it annoys me and I feel like, I don't know, I've let myself down and the person who's eating it. And I'm like, oh, they're going to be eating such terrible food.
1: Yeah. It's actually a really common problem. A lot of people feel this way about cooking ash. They hate trying to cook and it not going well because sometimes cooking is really challenging and it actually is a skill that we have to learn, develop and practice which is why I have you and your brother in the kitchen semi-regularly so I can teach you how to cook so that you feel confident with knowing how to cook. So we're going to talk about the whole spectrum of shopping prepping, cooking, um, storing food and just how you're involved with it in our home. Hey, Does that sound okay? Yep. <laughs> okay. Awesome. And So the first step is going shopping. So tell us about the family routine with shopping.
0: Um, so mum's organised. She'll mm-hmm. go on to, is it the Healthy Eating Hub website?
1: <laughs> it's the Healthy Eating Hub website, yes. I wasn't
0: sure if it was the clinic or the hub. And then she makes a meal plan with all our meals for the week mm-hmm. and then it Makes her a shopping list. And then we go to the Fishwick Markets first to Whiffin's and we go and get all of like the the veggies and the fruit I guess mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. milk and yoghurt sometimes. Yep. And then what do we do? We go to Willie's yep. and we get like all the school snacks and the meat. and
1: Just anything else really? Yeah. That we didn't get at the markets. Much. Yeah. So we do this pretty much every weekend we have our – weekend shopping chores that we need to do and we do it all together as a family don't we yeah do you like coming along shopping with us
0: uh sometimes
1: <laughs> so i know uh, that shopping with kids is painful sorry ash yes. <laughs> so but i've actually made a point of bringing the kids shopping with me as much as possible as painful as it is because i know that i'm teaching them really important life skills around buying food and you know checking prices reading labels you know it, when they were starting to read I would get them to say go and buy a certain brand of food which meant that they would have to read the packets to make sure that they bought the right one. Do you remember doing that? No. Oh you used to. So what's your main job though when you go shopping?
0: Well, like the runners and you tell us to go get things and then we Go get it, I
1: guess. Yeah, they're the runners Good and goodness. they've been doing this for years now. You started off being runners when you were quite little and so, yeah, you learned to read, being my runner. <laughs> and um, they would, the only problem with having two runners is that they would then fight over who was going to get what. So I had to be very strategic about, you are getting the cheese. And you are getting the breakfast cereal things like that. So I was just showing them and teaching them different things, what to look for on different labels. If they brought me a food that wasn't what I wanted, I'd send you back, wouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Sometimes you send
0: us back so many times, like if we got the wrong pasta or. Yeah, I'd
1: be like, no, look for high fiber or look for whole meal or this brand or this something brand, like that. something like that. Yep. Yeah. So they're the runners, and they do that at both the markets and the supermarket. What are some of the things you've learned about picking produce? So obviously you're picking up a lot of the produce that I'm asking you to go get. So how do you know that what you're getting is, is good?
0: Um, well, for like capsicums, for example, they – I mean it's pretty easy to know if they're like edible or not because normally they're bright red or well, mm-hmm. the ones that we get anyway. You can get yellow and green ones too. But we normally get the red ones. And they're normally like a super bright red. And you don't normally get ones with bruises
1: or scratches on them. Mm, sometimes they're around, but we're, we don't want wrinkly skin because that means they're a bit old. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> Learn something new every day, Ash. <laughs> yeah. What about apples? How do you pick a
0: good apple? Um, dad told me to look for the super deep red apples because he says they're sweet and crunchy. Mm-hmm. And then... You look for like shiny smooth ones with no bumps or bruises or cuts in them.
1: Yeah. What about citrus fruits if you're buying lemon or a lime or something like that?
0: You like grab a couple and you start weighing them and like you pretend your hands are like scales and you just close your eyes and you just like move your hands up and down Mm -hmm. and feel what's heavier and then you like choose a heavy one and then you might grab another one and compare them. And then after doing that a couple of times, you end up with probably one of the heaviest lemons there or the limes. And that's Why do you want a heavy one? Because that normally means it's super juicy.
1: Yes. And this is what we want in a lemon and a lime and an orange is lots of juice, makes them excellent. So looking for a heavy one is really good. Um, things like, what about things like lettuce or bok choy?
0: Um, I don't
1: know. What do you uh, reckon would make them bad?
0: Maybe if they've got lots of holes in them. Yeah. Because the bugs have eaten them. Yeah. I don't know why they still sell them if they've got like.
1: Sometimes you can chop those bits off. If they're a little bit sad and wilty, I wouldn't buy them. We want them to be sort of crisp and crunchy. Yeah, have a bit of firmness to them. So I'm slowly teaching the kids around buying produce so they're feeling familiar with buying these kinds of things veggies, fruits. And that way then when they end up leaving home, it's not so foreign to them when they start to cook for themselves, they know what to do and what to eat and I certainly know for me that there's still a number of fruits and vegetables that I'm unfamiliar with that I don't regularly buy because I just they don't feel easy for me to to cook and prep. And so had I been exposed to them early on in my childhood, I probably would cook them more now. So that sort of stuff really fascinates me. So when we talk about shopping, we then need to bring the food home and store it. So what's a couple of tips you you know that you've learnt over the years around storing food?
0: Um, we have like in our fridge this like fresh produce box at the mm-hmm. bottom. Yep, and it's like this fully enclosed. Like it's I don't know what makes it special,
1: but uh, it changes the humidity in there. I think. Um, Okay.
0: Mm. Well, you put like all our vegetables in there. Not yep. tomatoes though, because those go in the fruit bowls. Yeah. Um, like the cucumber and the capsicum, and you put those in the peak fresh bags too. That's right. Yeah. It makes them last longer, apparently.
1: It does. Yeah. How does that work? So the peak fresh bags have really small microscopic holes in them, and they filter out what's called ethylene gas. So as fruit and vegetables ripen, they let off a gas which then ripen all the other fruit and vegetables around them. So what we're doing is we're kind of separating off each fruit and veggie in their own little bag, which then keeps everything fresh for longer because they're not hanging out in each other's gas. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm. It's handy. It's interesting. Yeah, super interesting. Um, So just if. We, I teach them how to store food. Asha frequently actually helps me put the shopping away in the cupboard and the fridge. She's always really great with helping me do that. One of the other things I've started getting the kids to do is prepping food for dinner. You don't do too much full-blown cooking yet, although you no. did cook me a very lovely Valentine's Day dinner. She's smiling really big at me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was wonderful with her brother. Tell me about that. How was that process? Did you enjoy doing that? Um, mm, Sort of. It was very stressful. Why was it stressful? Because we we put a lot of pressure
0: on ourselves and, like, the whole week when we were planning it, we were like, oh, it's going to be so good. You're going to love it. And then when we actually started to cook things. We are like, we actually need to do what we said lo- we would do. Like, we got to make this good. And mm. it was very stressful because, like, we made, like, this three-course meal, right, so we had to, like, have our entree and our, like, main course, like, already ready so we could, oh, crazy. Yeah. You, yeah, it was, was a huge – at Carter a bit. But. Did you
1: yell at him a bit? Yeah. <laughs> was he a good sous chef? Who was the leader?
0: Um, I would say me but Carter oh. wouldn't agree with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did an excellent job but I think one of the things that Asha finds as a perfectionist, fellow perfectionist, like like her mother. And dad. And Dad, oh, what a family of perfectionists! Is that we don't like to fail, and I think a lot of people feel this way about cooking. Is it? It's pretty depressing when you're cooking, particularly for other family members, and it's no good, and you you know it doesn't go the way you want it to. Especially
0: with a mum like you, you like you put high expectations on us. Well. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's I just fine.
1: Oh, I just want the best for
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty good cook. Do you think? Yeah. Thank you. Some of the food you put in, I don't
1: like. Like the black beans and stuff, I don't like that. No, you don't like beans, but I keep feeding them to you.
0: Well, don't eat them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so what we're saying is sometimes prepping food can be stressful, but you just got to get in there and, and have a go. And so I am frequently encouraging Ash to keep having a go, not worrying if she makes a mistake. Yeah. Because most things are pretty salvageable with food and you only learn by – having a go. So one of the things with the skill of cooking that I often tell my clients is that you're not going to get better at it unless you just get in there and do it. So becoming familiar with cooking different things is really helpful. So tell me when you're helping me prep dinner, what are some of the things that I get you to do? Um, Cook, like stir
0: the stuff in the saucepan or the wok or something, like check the pasta or just mm-hmm. like mix the sauce or something. Or maybe, like, you know how you put like, what's this, is like cornstarch or something? Oh, yes. And like water in to make like sauce thick. Yep. You normally tell me to do that. Or like the soy sauce dressing on like mm-hmm. some Asian greens or cooking up the, like, the chopping up the vegetables. Yeah.
1: Maybe so, the salad. tell me some of the key or the, the one key tip for chopping a vegetable.
0: You have your hands like upright. Yeah. So
1: that like your f-
0: fingers, so that when you chop, they sort of slide down and they don't actually like hit your skin. They sort of just hit your nails. Because if you hold like the thing that you're chopping flat, if you like misplace a knife, off goes your fingers really.
1: That's right. Whereas if you have them like upright, mm. you don't actually chop them off. It
0: just sort of slides down.
1: Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Perfect. So I've spent a lot of time teaching the kids to use big sharp knives. One because sharp knives make cutting vegetables so much easier. So I definitely I hate a blunt knife. Nothing makes me crosser. And so, so now I can um, trust them to actually um, do a really good job with the sharp knife. And so they just have learned how to hold the vegetable by keeping it and keep their fingers out of the way. So we haven't had any major knife accidents, have we? No, just peelers. Oh, peeler accidents. Oh, oh, oh peelers. Everyone gets their knuckle. Every now and then with a peeler. Happens. Happens to the best of us. So fantastic. You chop some veggies. You stew some sauces. You made a fabulous dressing with the salmon and aging greens the other night and I talked you through that. You did that all by yourself. So these things are stuff that you're going to know forever, Ash. I'm Take with you. stuck
0: in my long-term memory now.
1: Amazing. Yeah. So bring that into your adult life. What's, what are your most favourite things to cook or that you cook regularly? Um, scrambled eggs. I cook that a lot. Sometimes mum does
0: it because mums
1: are really good. So, but you're you're doing killer at scrambled eggs too.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like baking. I feel like it's just easier. Like brownies, muffins, cookies, Anzac biscuits.
1: Yeah. If I let you go over the weekend, you have we have heaps of lunchbox snacks.
0: Yeah, I remember when we made those mini like. Berry muffins. We had like seventy or something <laughs> of those, did. and they lasted like two weeks. And we did. We had Three so weeks. many
1: of them. They were excellent. So, guys, I hope you've enjoyed the chat with Asha today, and um, are inspired to get your kids into the kitchen. It's not always easy or convenient, and I certainly don't do it all the time. But i I know that if I can get them in teach them some things and they do it regularly enough that when it comes time for them to leave my little nest and <laughs> fly out on their own
0: away Don't from say me that mom that's like
1: seven a- years away oh eight seven years away. seven years
0: seven eight well i'm 2013 this year maybe it's like seven and
1: a half okay are you leaving when you're 20 I don't know. <laughs> don't commit. Don't commit to a time. <laughs> you can stay with me forever. Yeah. I like okay. That. I like that too. Well, that's it for the Daily Dollop Show today. Get your kids into the kitchen. No talk about healthy or unhealthy foods. Just get them in touching, playing, cooking, shopping for, and prepping food. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.
2: After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan a list of good and bad foods or expects you to change everything all at once life's too short to live with food stress to become a habit builder and not a crash dieter join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au